you are now watching very new concept watching the greatest podcast on earth the debate is over i'm isaiah blakely camera Hurst, justin myers in kind of a special guest quarantine edition derek Kellogg. thank you for joining us derek thanks for having us here thank you thank yeah you. derek we appreciate it man this is derek's this is derek's pod yeah. yeah, you know, we miss him in the A-10. That's one of the guys you go back over the four years and you just miss the energy and the hair gel and everything on Derek Kellogg. Yep. Real role model. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So it's been a while since we uh, recorded. A couple things have happened. One of the things that didn't happen was March Madness, uh, in case you sit, live under a rock. First and foremost – I want to start. I'm sorry to the Ivy League. May have judged you wrong. Cold take, a little. On a little? Us and, yeah, a little. Just saying they uh, weren't quite – they're rushing to conclusions here. I was a bit off on that. Given Siberia a run for its money. <laughs> to say the least. Oh, my God. I mean, they clearly were way ahead of it. Um, and – us, just like everybody else, had no clue what was going on, but we had to act like we had a clue. I think there's a reason they're the Ivy League. Yeah. There's a reason they're the Ivy League. I think they know a little more than uh, most of us, especially here at St. Bonaventure. So uh, credit, to, credit to them. And uh, the best learn from their mistakes, and that's what we're doing right now. We made a mistake, and we move on from there. No, no question. Uh, definitely a, a bummer that it's over, but, like, especially looking back, it's like it had to be done. You had to cancel oh, yeah. it. Absolutely. There was no other way around it. The Big East looked like an absolute joke playing the first half. <laughs> Just like by themselves. Oh my like I thought our I thought we looked bad, they looked awful. And that's surprising because like Vale Ackerman's usually pretty woke enough that she's like on top of things. Now that they didn't handle that great. But do we see how they handle bringing back college basketball a little bit better? Do we think the season's going to start on time? It's very interesting. I think football is going to be the basis of what they do. It matters what football does. It looks like the best option for football at this point is play the games with no fans. So I could definitely see maybe starting a season like that, a non-conference play, and then move on from there. But the whole thing with the early in the season, there's so much traveling and then potential of that spreading. So – We'll see. Football is definitely going to be the guinea like to see what they do and then move on from there. You got to think, it's going to get really interesting as far as um, like television deals. And I mean, that's a huge aspect of this too. And I just think it's kind of be, it'll be interesting to see how it falls in line. Do we go based off the NFL schedule does no college football impact that? I mean, it's just – it all depends, too, on if they start uh, they start school on time or if, you know, when, when they have in-person, in-person classes because that doesn't sound like people are optimistic that there's going to be a college football season. Yes. So it just depends. Yeah, and the one thing that's important is the summer ball. Like, those guys are at schools for two months playing playing, and getting used to their new teammates, and now there's no chance they have that opportunity. So that's another factor going into the college basketball season. I think the whole sports landscape is changing in general because, like, even, like, NBA is talking about how they might start the season in December. So, like, I think all seasons are going to change how what times they start and, like, 
spring training. So like everything's gonna be have to be reorganized or realigned essentially. Yeah, and and golf too. I mean, you got the but golf doesn't need fans. You know what I'm saying? Like they're always fans always have to be quiet. So like they can do golf with two people at a time. But television-wise, television wise, you're, yeah. you're still going to have to deal with the fact that there's going to be a Masters in the fall and there's going to be – That's weird. Are, I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, another thing that's pretty crazy that's quickly become quite the development, high school kids going to the G League, Jalen Green, Isaiah Todd, and then the other day, Deshaun Nix uh, from UCLA. Is it the end of college basketball as we know it? <laughs> Pretty much, they don't change what they just let the players make money. Like it's very simple. They like there's been reports about how um, essentially they're starting to start past like that legislation. I guess you could say to allow college basketball players to make money. But these players, like Jalen Green's, gave his salary is 500k. You're 18. Well, he's a special case. He's a yeah, special yeah. case. No one's getting that money. No one yeah. else is getting that money. No, I think Tom's making like 300k. I think I thought. They were getting around a hundred, which is still a lot, but like still a lot for like I still would yeah. take that over making no money in college and getting it like I people can get degrees any time in their life. Like this opportunity of their like athletic window is like very short. So like I feel like they should capitalize as much as they can. Also, the nice thing is they don't have to go all the way overseas to go do it now. They can go play with pros in the G League. And I mean for Jalen Green's case, stay home. They're gonna be a Southern California team. So I don't know, just it's something the NCAA is going to have to change. It looks like they, they're about to pass for 21-22 season. Some sort of you can get sponsorships or I don't know what it is, be help out a car dealership or little stuff in the town. But I don't know. It's just going to be weird when you have a quarterback making hundreds of thousands off of sponsorships and other players making really nothing. I, I just think that could cause some problems. But that's just the person's talent. Like, you can't, like, be mad at someone who has better talent than other players on the team. Like, that's just how, it's, that's just how it goes. Yeah, like that's it, could, it could cause some tension on the team. I mean, that's definitely something that could happen. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, say he has to do a sponsorship where he has practice at the same time, you know what I mean? I mean, obviously that wouldn't happen. But, you know, it's just something that's going to be very interesting uh, in the next year. And it looks like they're actually making progress towards it. This is the first time – ever in the past is over we're never going to do it it's not going to happen and in the past six months you've really seen the NCAA is like all right we're going to lose a lot of players if we don't do this so yeah I think that I think that and I think what you're seeing is it's a a direct referendum on how awful they have been as far as acting on this early enough this isn't a new issue this is something this I mean this isn't like it's not like God came down and said all right (laughs) This is the year we're going to deal with whether or not we're going to pay players. This is something they've been dealing with since – I mean, you could, you could say that college basketball's high profile goes back to, you know, Magic and Bird and all. I mean, that's, that's almost – that's 40 years that you're dealing with, you know, a high profile sport and no compensation for those who are participating in it. So I think – I mean, this is just a direct reflection of the NCAA's inability to act on this, and now they're paying the price. Yeah, and the one thing is, I think, is basketball is a totally different thing than football. Football, you got, what, 70, 80 guys on your team. Basketball is 12 guys. Mm-hmm. So, and there's really five – there's usually five to eight players really playing. So, it's a lot easier. When you have football, I mean, there's the wide receiver running back, defensive backs. Like, there's a lot of stars that can be on a team, like especially at Alabama or Clemson. So – Right. The paying of the players will be definitely a lot different. 
Yep. I like the idea of the G League. I think it's good, especially for guys who are near the top of their high school class and be will be a lotto pick in pretty much any draft. Now, I do want them to be selective. I don't want this to be everybody because I don't think everybody should be able to go. No. Like, you're not, like, if you're not a guaranteed lotto in most draft classes, like, I don't, I don't, I just don't think you should be in that same breath as Jalen Green or, or, no. like, Deshaun Nick's a little shaky for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, he's he would good, be probably the end. Good. He would be the end I would want to go That's on what I'm that. Saying. I just, I don't want this to become like, oh, random four stars get to go. No. You don't. They're not good enough yet. Go to college. <laughs> like, college will help you more. Like, yeah. I just – I hope that the G League is selective about it and they aren't just throwing money at everybody because those kids will get their money and then never be that good in the league because they had one year of development instead of going to college where they could have gotten several years of development. I just – I don't think it's for everybody. You're not a guarantee lock one and done. I don't want to – I don't want you in there. And I wasn't sure Tayshawn Nix, to be honest, at UCLA – where they haven't had a, in my opinion, quality one and dones recently, is a lock one and done. I don't know. That that's kind of my big thing with it. Yeah, it'd be if you're like a McDonald's All American, that's probably like if you're not that, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. That's that would probably be the board. I was glad. I think it's honestly. I think Greg Brown, a guy who went to Texas instead of going to the G League, I honestly like him more than Isaiah Todd, which was interesting. But I was still glad he went to Texas. He's, he's more athletic than Isaiah. Isaiah's yeah, a traditional big man. I, Greg's more of a stretch. Yeah, he has a, like the build of a ke- like. Greg a Kevin has more potential, in my opinion. Yeah, but yeah, and the one thing with the G League is the other money they can make off of social media sponsorships and yeah, stuff like that. Like these guys have social media accounts. Like Mikey Williams, a freshman in uh, what is it, San Diego? He's yeah. got over a million followers on, on on Instagram. Like that guy should be like he's not going to go to college. Obviously, he's going to go play in the G League, and the G League will gladly give a kid like that yeah. five hundred. Right. Yeah, I got like Bronny, same thing. He got, he got yeah. like a million in like six days. Like, it's just how it happens. Um, but I want to tighten our focus to what will soon be all of our alma maters. St. Bonaventure. <laughs> already mine. Yeah, already yours, old guy. Um, it's been a busy offseason, a little busier than I thought it would be. Some surprising transfers, some guys coming in. Uh, biggest surprise for you guys so far this offseason for Bonaventure specifically? You got a big. I know, honestly. When <laughs> do we get bigs? I'll be honest. Like, we don't, we, we don't really, like, recruit, like, transfer bigs to come in. So, essentially, with this Josh, I like – I watched his highlight tape um, on a SB1 World account. Uh, he has – he can he can dribble the ball up. I don't know if Schmidt's going to allow him to do that. The so second he tries that, Schmidt's cool. I don't think so, buddy. You're yanked. <laughs> A big, a, big, a big yell, like an Amadi yell, is coming right at him. <laughs> I'm just saying he has the capability to dribble the ball, though. And he has he has somewhat good post moves as well. Um, so I think he'll be a good um, backup for Shun. Also, he's the heavier of the Shun as well. He's like 250, yeah, 6'10". So I'm glad we got a big who has a little more uh, meat on him. Yeah. I don't no, know. No, go ahead. Oh, no, it's definitely good with the uh, big man depth because it was – we had Amadi, and Amadi would give us a couple minutes and then have fouls. Like, now Shun has some – if he gets in foul trouble early, we're not like, oh, we got 12 minutes in the first half of <laughs> Amadi or Carpenter. Like, it's good that we have something that we should – I think we will be comfortable with. Yeah, that's – I mean, that he is if, you know, and we'll see how things go in the preseason if they pick up the system, if that, you know – Yeah, I mean, that's the big on thing. On paper – 
on paper, he should be comfortable with this big in particular, but, you know, he should have been more comfortable with some of those other bigs on paper last year that were coming in. And I don't know. It's just, it all depends because. To be fair, he up, was coming off the shoulder injury though. So he didn't really like, he did like in the off season, he wasn't really like lifting. So he was essentially like the same way he was his freshman year to be fair to him. Right. It's still not an excuse for it. It's still not an excuse for his play, but I'm saying. To be fair, he was injured. He was injured prior to their offseason. And right. also for, for these new guys, there's no summer. So without the yeah, summer, that was a big time for them to learn it. So they're gonna have to learn on the fly a lot more than they used to. They're zooming. They're zooming a lot. Yeah, just it's not the same. It's not no, it's not the same. I'm just saying they are. They are like trying to get them up. Yeah, to which speed. is good. I think um, the carpenter transfer is interesting. He wasn't gonna play, but I just like it was. It was kind of unexpected, but we knew he wasn't really gonna play once. Those recruits came in, I guess you could say. The, the biggest surprise for me was probably Bobby. I didn't see that one coming. I got to be honest. I thought he would have given it another year. I thought so as well. Um, I just thought – I didn't think Bobby played great last year and got more time than he arguably earned. And so – Well, they. I, I think I think if you're Schmidt, you can rectify that with the fact that he had a year to learn it. Yeah. And, and that maybe what was going on was more – Technical than anything, I don't. Was, I don't he know. had the yips. He was all. You could see what really was, was like all in his head. It, it really was. was it was a confidence thing, definitely. You definitely saw it. Just this is a guy that shot what, like ninety percent from the line, and then at, yeah. what he ended with sixty five percent from the line or Some something like that. So Derek's out. Yeah, I was about to say Derek. Um, <laughs> for Derek today. Um. Now. We need to stop hyping up transfers, period. I know we're about to hype up this one from Kent State. We need to stop because they're never good. Yeah. Oh, oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying anything about him. He's, That's he's, my a, good, he's a good size. Looks good, That's 12 my... a game. Looks good. Not I'm not hyping him. I don't care what That's happens. that was my biggest surprise that we went that we went after him with who you have kind of in the back burner coming up. That's Arizona State recruited him too. Yeah, that was interesting. So uh, need, need I need I remind you of Jalen Poison? Keep beating the Hurleys. Need I remind you of 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 McNeese State legend Jalen Poiser and how hyped <laughs> he and how hyped he was coming into that season. But I remember telling you guys like I wasn't that like ecstatic about him coming here. I'm like it was in, it was interesting, but I wasn't like there has to be something wrong with him essentially, like with his game. The one thing I do like about this, I won't get too excited, Isaiah. I know that might get you a little angry, but that after Kyle leaves and Shun leaves, that whole class leaves, that guy's going to have – he's going to – Robert's going to have two years under the system, one sitting and then one playing, which will be nice. We'll have someone in that class because that going-to-be junior class is, what, seven deep? Yeah. So it's nice to have some backup there. I think that's one thing that was important for us. A little bit of overlap. Yeah. A little bit of overlap. A thing to look at is that – what Smith's going to do in these next two years recruiting-wise because we're losing a lot of players in this junior-senior class with Kyle, Shun, Dom, like all those people, and the transfers too, like Creel and Shaw and all those guys. So it's going to be interesting what he does recruiting-wise as well. Yeah, what it has to be not not 2021. The, or the class of 2022 has to be massive. Yeah, huge. Yeah, gonna like, be juniors, they have yeah. to produce yeah. coming in. That's tough. Yeah, no, the, the Kent State kid is going to be important. I just 
it's hard sometimes not to be optimistic because you see, okay, 12 points in the MAC, that should translate to about the same thing in the A10. Especially when it's going to be more, more or less of not his team, but he'll yeah. be on the ball a lot. Yeah, like that should translate. And that was my problem with JP was I was like, you're going down in conference, in my opinion. Yes. That should translate. Like better. He's playing better competition at UNLV than That's what I mean. And I'm like, this and should translate. And put up better numbers. And all he did was show up against Fordham. Honestly, thank God he showed against Fordham. A little <laughs> but Jesus Christ. The JP game. The JP game. Yep. Uh, yes, yes. In, yes, indeed. The interesting thing about the Kent State thing is, though, he must have shown something because they played them. That's they, what was interesting to me as well. Twice. They twice play, they, they play, twice. Yeah, they do the scrimmage. And Every year, yeah. So I, They've had a good um, look at them. Yeah, it's it, that to me is a better look than a coach Robinson going out to UNLV or you know and and seeing this kid or whatever the case might have been with, with Poiser. Yeah, so. and he plays similar opponents. Like he plays UB, he plays Ohio that we both yeah. played this year. Yeah. So he knows what he, he knows the kind of competition he's getting into when he comes here. I think it's also gonna be interesting with uh, like in this coming season, Jalen Attaway. So I think he's going to be a very yeah. uh, essential part for our team because he can play multiple positions and guard multiple positions as well. And he, he rebounded very well at Miami, Ohio, too. So. Oh, well. He can jump. So we'll see what's up with him. The rotation is going to be very interesting coming into next year. I he don't know has to use it. Like, like there's, there's, no, like, there's no excuse for Schmidt not to go at least 9 to 10 deep this year. Like, there's legit no excuse. He's not touching 10. No more than 9. He's not touching 10. No. No. 9 would be a max. My, 9 would be no a ceiling. No more than 9. There's no shot. No. I, mean, I don't think I saw him in a close game. In a close game, ever put him 9. Maybe yeah, one. I was going to say 8. <laughs> Nine, maybe we're for, talking. We're talking Maryland East. Yeah, no, yeah, like I'm not talking, talking a serious game. Like Jackson State, Maryland Eastern yeah, Shore. Yeah, that that would be This yeah. is a guy. This is a guy. We were up 23 to Hofstra with two and a half minutes left. Dom Welsh is in diving on a ball in the backcourt. Look, I, I love the hustle and everything. We're up 23. Let's get him out of the game. This is non-conference. We have a long season to go. So you never, you never know. But when he, he loves the seven, he loves to get seven, eight max. What was the game before? Like it was like very close to before the A ten tournament. We're up big with like three, four to go, and Kyle's in drives to the basket and comes up limping. I'm like, get him out right now. Out. That was a home game. I remember yeah. that. that was a home game. I, was like, I remember get him that out game. Now we should have been out can't... yesterday. What are we doing? There's a game we played, I think it was sophomore year. I don't know. We we're playing at home in the non conference. And Mobley has four, four fouls. And there's four and a half minutes left, and we're up. I think it's Maryland Eastern Shore, and he's still in. Mo- this guy's going up for a layup. Mobley just slaps his arm straight down. Oops, I got my fifth foul and just walks off the court. <laughs> it's like you, you just got to know, and that's also the reason that we have so many transfers in and out each year. It's because if you're getting two minutes a game, like I'm not, I'm not staying at this place. No, no transfer now. Like a guy like Matt Johnson, I, I would have been out of there too. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. Matt Johnson treasure, too, yeah. I just – I'll always think he had – there had to be something there with him. That that GW game didn't just come out of nowhere. That wasn't just like a sprinkle of hope. I think he could actually play a little bit. It's hard he because he loves playing his guards 32 to 30 – I mean, even 40 minutes a game. So, where are your minutes? 
like, running them into the dirt. Absolute ground. It's it's beautiful. But at least we. I, I feel like almost every guy who comes in here has a game. Like there is the yeah, Mac yeah, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. That exists. Yeah, Boca Bobby. Are you kidding that me? That exists. Boca Bobby. Like these things exist. Yeah, I've had a game. <laughs> That's yeah, what I mean. Like everybody gets a game, pretty much. Like I yeah. love it. Oh yeah. I absolutely love it. Now we we're just talking about bottom transfers. I want to talk a little because I don't know. Maybe I haven't paid as close to the A10 transfer market as maybe I could have been, but I feel like a lot of big name transfers have left the conference. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens when you're outside the Power Five and someone wants to get a good look their senior year. So that's why Silva. Your eyes lost two guys. Uh, Tyrese Martin went to yeah. UConn, UConn, and then. Who else transferred? And then Jacob Toppin went to Kentucky. I can't. I don't understand it's, it's, it's still makes understand It's off the last name. It has to be. There's, I can't. He didn't show anything his freshman year. He was like, you know what? That's, That's Kentucky material right that there. That kid's out of this conference straight to the he, yeah. he needs to leave this conference. He's better than everything. Not a chance. Look, I think it's something that I wouldn't – if I was Cal, I wouldn't have done it. But it's not a bad risk. The guy sits a year. He's athletic. He learns their system. And then maybe by senior year, he's getting some minutes. He's His brother's going to be – a, a top rookie in, in the NBA, so it's just all off name. It's not actual yeah. talent. But That's like Coach Jessica. Uh, Coach Jessica. Yep. <laughs> it's, <laughs> the same, it's the same thing. Oh, same I can't believe you got drafted in the last. Los pick. Angeles. That was the first thing I thought of. Los Angeles Lakers star, Coach Jessica. <laughs> you said South Bay Lakers star, their G League oh, team. Really? That's, what That's what I meant. I think that's a stretch to call him a South Bay Lakers star too. <laughs> Oh God. I'm just yeah. telling you what I I'm just telling you what the uh what the scouts were predicting. So <laughs> the scouts are predicting. That's, that's, that's what it uh, is. you mentioned Santos Silva. Yeah. That's a huge move for Texas Tech. Huge. Because they have they have a top one hundred kid coming in, um, Neymar Burnett. So but they're also losing Jemias Ramsey because he just declared this week. And uh the he Italian declared with an agent though, did he? I think he declared with an agent, bro. Not yet. So Jermaine Strange can't is. come maybe might come back yeah. next year, but they're coming in with a top one hundred guy with Demar Burnett and then Santos Silva can fill that spot in. Because he we did still that have the same backcourt. Yeah. Really? Texas, Texas. I thought you no, I thought he was a senior. The Italian. I thought he was a senior. Oh, maybe he is. I know I know at least one of their guards is coming back. But I know it's a great place for him because they preach defense out there. That's all they do at VCU. And the guy's a walking double-double every game he plays in. So, if he can fix his shooting a little bit, hit more free throws, even just get it up 10%, that guy's going to be playing 30 minutes in the Big uh, Big 12 every night. Meanwhile, so. meanwhile, happy trails. Happy trails, yeah. Absolutely happy trails. I don't want to deal with that guy. Bye-bye. Nope. See you later. Nope. Sorry, VCU, Tori. <laughs> don't apologize to her. Absolutely not. No chance. <laughs> Uh, moving on. <laughs> so, I've seen a trend on Twitter. You get a 15 imaginary dollars, you build a lineup. And so I was like, oh, I'm bored during quarantine. I'll make a lineup. So I made an A10 lineup. I sent it to you guys. It's going to be on your screen now. Bang, on your screen. And, uh, I want to hear what your guys' is, your $15 A-10 lineup. I'll go first. Uh, so I went 
I went, uh, I picked two five, $5 ones, so I have Fats and Toppin. And then I have Downton. Uh, so I have Fats at the one, Downton at the two. Uh, yeah. Obi at the four. <laughs> I know, it's your favorite player, Isaiah. I know he's in your lineup. Uh, and then I have Ryan Daly at the three, $2, steal. Steal. And then I have A.J. Wilson from uh, George Mason as my center. I think it's a decent lineup. I like it. I like the the two five dollar players. That's an interesting uh, method to go, especially with the three, the two dollars and the one dollar and three dollars. There's not a massive drop off, so you can you can attack it that way definitely. What's it was I like I like picking two five players just so it's like I I know like if I've had that line, I have two reliable scores. I'm also assuming everyone has Obi on your team, right? You have to. I do. Yeah. yeah. I almost didn't though. I scratched him out because I was like, I don't know actually. Oh. I, I, don't wanna, I, don't, I don't. I didn't want to go for the low hanging fruit. Oh, we then just need Obi ten dollars, so then you just surround him with a bunch of one dollar players. He probably would still yeah. win it in the end. Still too. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still deciding. I've had Derek in my ear all day. Oh yeah, <laughs> give me a coaching advice. He's whispering, Mitchell. He's whispering Trey Mitchell. Trey Mitchell. <laughs> I almost put Trey in mine, but he didn't fit the dollar amount. I almost had yeah, Trey. Yeah, no, I almost I did as well. I was thinking about the same. I'm still between on mine. Mine's not like done, but I know for a fact, um, I've got Crutcher. Okay. Uh, Golden. Oshun. Okay, you got a Bonnie. Yep, I had to. I felt like I had to. That's fair because I don't have one. I felt a little Jay- homerish. I didn't want to have a Bonnie. Fellow J School alum, uh, uh to be. <laughs> Um, let me see if this. I see that's the thing. I got to do the math. That's no, also, yeah, no, you're good. I have also, mine. That's also a Jason. You go ahead. I have mine. I went with the two uh five dollar approach as well. Yeah, I'm topping and Goodwin, and then I went Potter, Daly, AJ Wilson. Whoa, I'm a no, big no, fan of Potter. No, no, Top. Jeff Downing. What happened with the lineup? Huh? <laughs> Jeff Downing's not in mine. No. <laughs> no sir. What did you ask, Aiden? No, I like I like the Potter too. I thought that I thought that's a good lineup. That's pretty solid. The big he was, he good, he was a good second. player. This he year had to right behind Kyle in assists, right per game. In yeah, the yeah. He was yeah, like sixty-five so. percent of GW's offense or something. He was hurt. He was hurt when they when they came here and we played them. Yeah, that's why we snapped. He had like that thousand. die injury or something I mean, like they're that. They're bad. They're bad on the road anyway. But uh, I would have liked to have seen him play. Yeah, all right, so my team is – I only did one $5. I got the Wooden Award winner, if you guys haven't heard of him, Obi Toppin. He's okay. Not familiar. Not familiar. Yeah. So then I had – yeah, I said Jacob Toppin. He was $15. I just left him by, by himself. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big school. Yeah. Big well, he is, a, he is a Power 5 type player, according to yeah, John Calipari. So. No one else. Did Obi Toppin go to Kentucky? I don't think so. No. I Who went to the better so. school? Hey, it's like it's like uh, it's like the Currys. Who went to Duke? Yeah, people forget. <laughs> Who went to Duke? That is so disrespectful <laughs> on so many levels. But continue, Aiden. Please continue. So then, so, the four, so then for my four dollar, uh, I did five four. I did five four three two one. So I did a four. I did Kyle. So I got a Bonnie. There you go. And then at the three, I had a big debate between Oshun and French, but French just dominated in that last game between them. So I had to take French. And then daily because the guys are blocking. Yeah. And then I was between Francis and Trey Landers, and I I went Landers. 
because at the three. Draymond Green of the A-10. He has more size. And, I mean, I don't. I got some points on this team with Daly and Toppin and Lofton, so I can live with that. I couldn't – I just couldn't put Trey Lairs on my team. I couldn't get myself to do it. I was – I was gonna do Fra- I was gonna do Francis, but I would have been. There's a lot of good threes, and like there's some height, especially in the A10. So I would. I had to put some height there. And Landers, at least three or four inches taller than uh, Francis. I think a name you could have included on this uh, bracket of uh, dollar amounts uh, could have been James Battle or George Washington. I think he had a really good year this year for being a newcomer. Um, Pretty, pretty much one of the primary scorers in that George Washington team as well. I picked too. Wilson over him because Wilson won most improved. It makes sense. Is it? But Battle's a freshman, though. True. But Potter was a better player on his team. I'm not putting two DGW guys. No, no. no shot. Hey, listen. I, I understand. We didn't even have a Fordham guy. I to get a Fordham guy in there, but I just – I literally – Yeah, couldn't. I know. You didn't even have a Fordham guy in there. I w- the only guy I could put on was, like, what, Soriano? They're big? He's very, very okay. I thought we were their yeah, guard. Mm-mm. I can't put Cobb yeah. on here. Yeah, every like yeah, Cobb. That's the one. Yeah, it's like ten a game again. I can't do that. We'll, we'll do. Uh, we'll get the Fordham transfer team. We'll add. Uh, yeah, Pascal. now we're talking. We'll get oh, uh, the Fordham transfer team. Would have been unbelievable. Yeah, it's a yeah. good team. It's a good team. It's like a very. If you if you build, I should build an A ten transfer team. Just like a oh, build fifteen dollar A ten. Oh my god. Isaiah brought you to have to make that list. He's like a honestly. He's like a two honorable man. He's two dollar player. That's a steal he's too. An honorable mention, if anything, maybe six six man. I yeah, know. Was, looking is, back at it though, that's one guy I would have loved to have on this team this year. A little help. I mean, yeah, especially a the little scoring the scoring aspect, especially. Oh, my God, I'm Tamar, sure you have your, so I've got I've got my team. Yeah, I've got Excellent. my team. So I'm gonna go. So I didn't, I didn't pick a $5 guy. That was also the challenge here. Ooh. So, so I did Crutcher, Golden, Doughton, just to spite you, <laughs> um, Daly, and Oshun. Oh, that's kind of a, a little twin tower action there. Yeah. Pretty long lineup. I feel like that team could beat an OB team. Wait, so you're, you have De- Doughton at the one. No, sorry, yep. Crutcher at the one. Sorry, Crutcher. Yep, Crutcher, Crutcher the one, at the down one. at the two. Down two, Daly at the three, yep. Golden at the four. Four sure and two at five. My problem would just be, besides Daly, would be the scoring probably, but you're so big down low that you're just going to get a ton of points. Oh, Golden can score. score, Crutcher lights it up. Yep. It's a good team. It's a solid team. And you have which I respect. Now I respect that as well. Who is the coaching staff? Because if it's – I mean – that's the thing, because my ideal coach, I feel like Mark Schmidt can coach anybody up. I feel like Anthony Grant was made to be an associate head coach because that's what he did most of the time before this. And then you've got uh, what's-his-face from George Washington, who was VCU's defensive coordinator when they went James to the Christian. Yeah, James Christian. Yeah, so, so I'm sad. I want Matt McCall running my team. I want, no, I want the no, great no, transfer, the transfer no, king, uh, Keith Dambrot, on my team. That's my coach. <laughs> Yep. That's my associate athletic director oh, for external relations. We didn't, we didn't put Tavy DeMartin on this list. What's up with that? No. He was he was disrespectful. We don't we don't we don't I could have snuck him I could have snuck him on. Cause I think I missed I didn't get a Duquesne guy on here, did I? No. That was the only team I like I just didn't know where to put him because all their guys are like two dollars and lower. I didn't yeah. know which one. I was like They don't have any real stars. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, I was like Ugh. It's it's legit Dunmarin and Hughes. 
They're going to be really good next year, like, though. See your carry I could have easily put on here. I could have put Leonard's oh, on here. Oh, yeah, you could put his carry on here. Like, I just didn't know where to put him. Carry, Carry's probably three, three, three below. Like, everybody, like, their whole starting five is like $3 below in the time. I just didn't know yeah. which one to pick, honestly. I really didn't. I almost made another row just so I could get more teams in the A-10 in. Oh, we're going to do a bunch of 50-cent teams? That's Fordham's entire roster. <laughs> quarter. They're a quarter. Don't give them 50 cents a quarter. Uh, Jeff Newbauer. Got a dollar coach. Dollar can coach. Jeff, can Jeff Newbauer be, like, the marketing director? That way he could – because I could just see him. I think he's, I think he's perfect to do the Seth Johnson type. Uh, yeah, he's just going to sell it by just not wearing a shirt. Exactly. Just, That's right. just gonna sell the guys. Point. Gets the people going. Like just yeah, makes them no. ready to go. Gets them fired up. Now, uh, last thing before we get out of here. Bonnie's TBT tournament. I really wanted to happen. You guys all saw Posley. Oh my god. The legend has returned. I should have asked. I should ask because I had Ladarian on another pod. I should have asked him if he was yeah, gonna try it. to do it. Plug your other body up on, do it. Look, real quick, real quick. Posley and Mobley, I just need to see it. I just need to see it happen. Bro, so, it, that's all it was in practice that your Mobley sat out. That's what I'm so, saying. The only people that saw that were the managers and so, – I, I went to one practice when I came up to visit here when I was a senior in high school. I think it was the day before they paid, like, GW. Two days, it was a Friday. And they were just going at it, back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, who's this kid – and my brother's just like, yeah, Matt Mobley, he's a scorer. I'm like, where'd he go? Central Connecticut State. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's see how he actually does in the A-10. And yeah, he, he did his job. He did, he did pretty well. He did okay. Yeah. Imagine if he was here all four years. That's the greatest what if. I mean, if you have – Jay. You have a rotating – if you have a rotating lineup – of Jay, well, because Mobley would have been the year before because he sat out, so he would have been with with uh, Posley. You've got Jay. I mean, it's just absurd to think about. Then you, you think about it. Mobley comes to Bonas. Jay ends up being with Lofton for one year. Now you've, I mean, really, I mean, the tectonic shift just. But it's credit to Schmidt too. It's like. In the last whatever, I guess it's like six years now. It's like every time he loses a pair of guards, comes right that's back in with better, as good guards are better. So he's really, he's really good at recruiting guards, really good. Oh, no yeah. question. The Bonds have to be one of the better teams in that. Easy. Yeah, the, the turnover that doesn't change very much. If we get Usoy on that um, TBT team, oh, it's wraps. It's yeah, I, I literally just think they're kind of missing a big right now, and like that's it. Like it's a that's it. You got Conger on that team. Denzel's playing, right? Denzel, Greg's yeah, playing. yeah. I mean, is Courtney Gladys. playing? Yeah, Courtney's playing. Like, is Amadi available? Probably. I'd take him. I'd yeah, love to see. Great. I'd love to see if Jordan Gathers would come back and suit up for suit up for the Bonnies yeah, rather than. Uh, I'd love that. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I hope that if this happens, that. I don't know if it's realistic, but we have fans there because that's what we do best is travel and have great fans. So and it's in Syracuse. It will be in Syracuse. So like yeah. that's oh. really like an hour or some change away from me. I would I'd book that easily. Yeah, no, I would easy go there. Ready to go. Now that'll be unreal. But that is it for us. Zoom is selling us to get out of here. Oh. I, have, I have my one obligatory. This is the only reason. Just so you know, for all you fans out there of the last dance. That doesn't happen. The term the last dance doesn't even occur without Phil Jackson. 
And Phil Jackson doesn't even get into the NBA without St. Bonaventure legend Eddie Donovan. Thank you very much and good night. <laughs> Thank you for watching and listening to our podcast the debate is over thank you justin who has now left us in and i guess thank you cameron and special thanks Derek kellogg for joining us today thank you for listening we'll probably record again sometime during this quarantine thanks for watching